Welcome back to the podcast. This is Casey. I'm Jill. And we are two Gen Xers and a microphone. Jill, another exciting evening. Sarah has returned for yes. a podcast. Welcome back, Sarah. So glad you're in the house again. Thank you, Jill. It feels like I never left. You guys create such a, a warm and welcoming environment. Glad to be back. So happy you're here. So tonight I thought we could tackle the myth and possibly debunk it of you can't go home. When I say you can't go home, in life, right, in general, whatever your life circumstances are, what does that make you think of? You can't go home. Well, that's totally false. You can go home. There are no borders that say you've got to stay out because you've reached a certain age. There are times in your life that you do need to go home for a sense of rebalance, refocus, redirection. Because home to me was the first stable environment that I had. And so if things get off kilter, that's where I can go and refocus, kind of center myself, and really get down to the essence of a loving environment. Nice. Okay. What about you, Sarah? What do you think of when I say you can't come home? You can't go home. You can't go home. I think it, it, to me, I just picture you've flown the nest Mm -hmm. and you're not getting back in. You've moved on to assuming bigger and better things. Sure. You know, it's a, by going home, it would mean that you failed, Mm -hmm. that you have not been successful out in the world. And so you're retreating. So they say you can't go home uh, because it means you haven't, you failed. Something's, something's not working. Or it's not going to be, you can't go home because it's not going to be how you remember it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not that magic in a bottle if you had all those wonderful memories. Well, I hope it hasn't. It's not the same. I hope it's home has changed and mm-hmm. it's grown and evolved. Uh, but, so I guess, I, I love how Jill has this warm blanket effect with the phrase. I mean, the way you were describing it, it just, it was cozy and had safety to it. And I, my interpretation is... Uh, it just has some some negativity like you know you can't go home because it's you failed mm-hmm. or it's just it's not uh, not what you're supposed to do in sure. society right yeah I think when I that I have that image in my mind of you can't go home it's that somehow you're returning to something that you failed to build on your own and so you're returning to Maybe it is to be grounded, to be find that love and support. It's different than when you left it, but that there is that negative connotation of, well, you, you couldn't go and do it on your own, so now you've returned home. And I'm with you, Jill. I completely disagree. I think coming home is grounding. I think that it can be very soothing and very rewarding because it hopefully does change and evolve. 
So when you think of home, what does that make you think of? Sarah, we'll start with you. Like that, you know, what is home? Home is whenever I'm with you. Who's, a, who's an Edward Sharp fan? <laughs> right. And then you Sarah. They've got that song. Mm-hmm. Home is wherever I'm with you. And so I think I kind of take a, a broader uh, look at it as somebody that's moved around mm-hmm. a lot in my adult life and was really cognizant of creating home wherever I was. Mm-hmm. My family wasn't there. My partner may have been there, but... Uh, just making this new place a safe space for me. And this was going to be my home, even though it's not where I grew up. Sure. And this isn't where my mom and dad are. Uh, But it's just, it's where I am now. So kind of that be here now, home is is now. Mm -hmm. You know, sharing this space with you all, it's very homey right now. Mm -hmm. And if I had to stay here for multiple nights, I would make this my home super easily. So I think it's just, it's where, but ultimately it's, it's where your truest connections are mm-hmm. to me. And so that, it may mean it's not your hometown or your home sure. state. Um, but if it is your hometown or home state, that is awesome. Like that's amazing. Mm-hmm. If you grew up in such a, had all of that support and community that you can all those places uh, home and mean it that's fantastic so I think it's where you're authentic where you're grounded and your truest connections are absolutely what about you Jill what do you think when I think of home I think of safety I think of security I think of neighborhood helpful people a place that you know even just like the smells of home a lot of baking and inviting aromas coming in. Um, just family. You slow down. You stop and smell the roses. You know, that's what home is for me. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I have my home here. And I love how I feel in my home. And I want anyone that comes into my home to feel that too. You know, to feel that this is warm and and I want you here and this is a safe place and a secure place. And, you know, the thing about home is, and I like what you said, Sarah, it's really about wherever you make it Mm -hmm. is your home. And what's interesting is, so I'm the youngest of six, so four out of the six have returned back to my hometown. And with growing up there, being a small town, you, you're like, oh, gosh, I can't wait to get out of here. Sure. Because there's nothing here. Right. And when you talk about returning home and, you know, Sarah saying that maybe you people think you've failed because you come home. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that. I think like, wow, um, you've gone out into the world mm-hmm. and I can bring all of this with me. And how I've evolved and bring it back to my hometown. Definitely. And how exciting is that? Mm-hmm. I love that. Me too. I love that. I think too, I love what you said, Sarah, about where you can be authentic. And for me, home is where you are most comfortable to be you and where you have this amazing support and community around you that wants the best for you and wants that best version 
and they allow you to be you however you are and that's what they're loving and supporting and I so then I think about like it is this big hug and it's this big welcome hug that says we are so happy you are here and that you feel like yourself and that self is what comes out in your presence I hope that everyone has that feeling but I know so often people feel lonely they feel isolated they don't connect with people quickly they don't know where to go and that I'm always amazed that that is a reality because I have always had a sense of home and I think it's because I've I either have very intentionally surrounded myself with friends that have allowed me to be me or my family has been so loving and supportive and they they know me and they know I'm at my best when I'm authentic and no pretenses and I just get to be me. Yeah, I think what you what you said about family um you know, for me it's just a pillar in my life and life takes you on curves and it takes you up, it takes you down. But you know what? No matter what ride I'm on, that family is always going to be there for me. Mm-hmm. And when I think of family, I think of home and I think of the good memories and how much I would just love being with them. And so I think they love being with me as much as I love being sure. with them. And so for me, it's it's just like magnified um, as I get older the time that we can spend together because they each have their families and their children and and the family's getting bigger and bigger, Mm -hmm. which is wonderful. So the times that we can get together just make it all that more abundant and loving and fun. So going home is, I feel privileged that I have that because like you said, Casey, not everybody has that. And I can't imagine kind of being lost out there without that Mm -hmm. because that really is a grounder for me. I can appreciate that. I, at times, so I'm the fourth of five kids and there are days where I love my four siblings and there are days where I don't like my four siblings. Most of the time I really do love them. But also as we've gotten older, we've come and gone in each other's lives and happenings and really having an opinion about who's doing what and I think about though I have been so fortunate and it has truly been a privilege like you're saying Jill to be a part of their lives their families and different activities and that has when it has felt most like home not the structure not the city but that feeling of security of love of appreciation that we have these opportunities to get together and share whatever we're doing it doesn't even have to be some big celebration it could just be it's a Thursday night and we decided we need to play a game and have some fun and so we're getting together and that is home because it's where again we can just be with each other and at our best and we don't there's nothing to prove we're just ourselves And again, that authenticity is to me what really makes it home. Mm -hmm. And I love what you said. It's not about a structure. Mm -hmm. And that can be an easy 
first thing that you think of a childhood home. Yes. But again, also coming from a privileged point of view where I still have family that's accessible. Mm -hmm. um, And there there are people in my life that have tragically lost their parents Mm -hmm. or or siblings. and, And it's just... So their family is now chosen family, in addition right. to the, the blood relatives. And it's wherever we're gathering, like if it's somebody's house, it's just that's, we've, friends are chosen family mm-hmm. at this point. Um, and even for folks that still have family nearby, sure. I think just expanding that definition to the people that allow you to feel the most authentic Mm -hmm. and to feel yourself and just that safety that comes with it. I was so fortunate to grow up in an environment where it didn't matter if we were brothers and sisters, you know, our family consisted of those friends that were over for dinner or Mm -hmm. that needed a place to be. Maybe they were from out of town or especially coming home on weekends in college, I always brought a friend with me. And I think about in my childhood home, there were pictures up the stair wall that depicted you know, our lives and our Olin Mill family photo time. <laughs> Olin Mills, oh, yes. uh, right? Every, yeah. every good family has those pictures. And there are several where there's an extra or two, and it might be a cousin, it might be a friend, it, who knows, because it was whoever was there, and it was picture night, and so that person got to come along, and they're now on the wall of family photos. And it's hilarious, because there have been times when, in the past, where I've brought you know friends home, and they're looking at the pictures all throughout the house, and they're like, wait, I thought you said you have two brothers and two sisters and who's like, there are three more people in this or who's this person or wait, I thought that was your dad. And so it's just hilarious because that's exactly it. The friends have become that chosen family. And again, that environment that I grew up in was everyone was welcome. You're welcome at the dinner table. You're welcome in the kitchen. You have refrigerator rights to help yourself (laughs) to what you want but it I think that also just gave me a greater appreciation for no matter where I was so long as the people were right Mm -hmm. then that was home yeah the chose I like that chosen family a lot because we do get to choose who we bring Mm -hmm. into our life and who we keep into our life and those are the people that make us better make us feel good and so yes we have our birth family and I feel blessed that I really like them (laughs) right that helps um but you know the fact that I have friends that I can just show up and I can go into their refrigerator Mm -hmm. I can grab a blanket and and just get cuddle up on the couch or whatever right you know that is really what life's about you know, you don't stick to your own little box of people. You know, you expand yourself, you share yourself. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that way you grow, they grow. Um, it's all just about improving your surroundings and making you the best you you can be. I think when you're not relying on it being a structure, you're not relying on it being a location, 
then when it's needed most, it can happen. It can appear, right? And so I know I was very nervous about going home to my parents and saying, hey, by the way, I'm going to get divorced. And while it was comfortable actually going to my childhood home to tell my parents this, I wasn't sure the reaction that I would get because in my mind, I was going home as a failure. I was going home with shame and with guilt. And I did not want to disappoint my parents. I mean, they've been married for 50, close to 55 years. And so I'm thinking, holy moly, I can't even make it a decade. And here I'm going home to tell them this is what's happening in my life. And it didn't matter. Like, of course, it felt, again, comfortable being in that place. But it really was the people. And then every time I, you know, I told one more sibling or they were, you know, Thankfully, there were a couple that were together, and I could say it <laughs> one time. Yes. Then it just became easier and easier because it was the circumstances, it was the environment, and it was the people around me that I needed to make me feel so welcome and not a failure. And that, look, this is just another life experience, and I may not see it today, but with their love and support, coming home is exactly where I needed to be in order to get whole again. Yeah, that's amazing. And I, you know, I was living in another city as my divorce was starting. And so initially I knew I needed to be home. Mm -hmm. I needed to be with my core community. But that drive, that nine hour drive was so hard and crossing state lines, and I didn't think I could be here. A year ago, I did not think I could be here because mm-hmm. I life didn't go as I planned, right? <laughs> or it's unexpected right now. But mm-hmm. you know, there's a chapter of my life that I started here um, with someone else, and and so I keep for a while. I, it took me. I, I'm still not there, but it happened a lot faster than I thought it was kind of disconnecting um, him from every part of the city or sure. where we used to live yes. or going to a show here. Yes. And so it, I had to relearn my home mm-hmm. and relearn my, the, adapt to the community and it couldn't have been the, it's the best place that I could possibly have been. It's the mm-hmm. only place I could have been. Right. Um, because my chosen family was here in addition to my birth family. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, it just, home looks, my definition has changed. And, uh, and it's exactly where I'm supposed to be. I love that. I think, you know, you were describing, you know, your experience going back and telling your parents mm-hmm. and then describing your experience now Sarah and I feel like home is the feeling Mm -hmm. that's what you get and you know when I was thinking about when I left my ex it was get out and get out now and I just went right and when I just showed up it was immediately embrace Mm -hmm. And, and support and hugs and, right you know, that's the feeling. Right. That is home. So, yeah, you can always go home. 
Because you can always get a hug. That's right. And you can always get the support and you mm-hmm. can always feel the love. Right. And there is no failure at all. Right. There's nothing whatsoever. Wrong with it. Sure. Nothing. I definitely think for the three of us, it's fair to say that life didn't turn out the way that we had planned. But hopefully, coming home provides the clarity that is needed to know that it is turning out exactly as it's supposed to be. Most definitely. With that, we're going to leave you on a high note with hope. Bye-bye. If your life didn't turn out how you thought it would, you are in the right place. If you're confident that life turned out exactly as it was supposed to, then tell us what you'd like to discuss and why. You can reach us at two Gen Xers and a mic. That is the number two, G-E-N-X-E-R-S-A-N-D-A-M-I-C at gmail.com.